How you doing, buddy? I am doing great. We yeah, have a lot of stuff to talk about. There's a lot to do. There's a lot to do. There's a lot to talk about. There's yeah. a lot going on in the world. There's there's just so much. I had a week off. It was glorious. I, I went to the lake cottage. Um, we did the show while I was up at the lake. I am very very tan. I am very relaxed. I'm very happy. And um, and now we're back in a world where I spent a week without seeing anybody in a mask because I was in Indiana in a small rural town, and you could just avoid people. I drove back into Chicago, and I was like, oh, this thing's still going on. Oh, damn it. Unfortunately, <laughs> yes. Uh, what's the haps? What's the news? What do you want to start off with today? Underdog Championship Wrestling, a company based in Rockford, did a nice little honor for both Jimmy Blaze and Eric Freedom, who are celebrating 30 years in the wrestling business. Thumbs up to both of those guys. What do they do for him? What, like, what was the deal? Oh, uh, they're, they're both wrestlers. Uh, J- Jimmy obviously runs POW Entertainment, uh, he goes way back to the Windy City pro wrestling days in the 90s. So, yeah, I mean, it's just an appreciation for them. And they did, they did a whole show as well. But, yeah, nice little honor for Jimmy and Eric. Um, switching up to Great Lakes Championship Wrestling. And this was an outdoor show in a ship in Wisconsin. And this is like, I don't know, if I'm looking at maps, right, maybe 25 miles outside of Milwaukee. This is where the world is just wide open. If <laughs> yeah, I'm not mistaken, Wisconsin more. is just wide open. Outside it's, it's, of Milwaukee, yeah. That's why you got shows that are moving their way on the other side of the border. That, 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 that's why it's happening. Yeah, so we had the Fanny Pack Party, which we mentioned last week, Jordan Cross and Cal Hero. They actually defeated the Great Lakes Wrestling Championship uh, Tag Team Champions of the Express, Ryan Cross and Dr. Jeff Luxon, but it was by a disqualification. It was kind of a big schmoz. I was talking a little bit online to Jordan this weekend about the match. And um, he said, yeah, we came so close, but uh, I guess there were two referees that kind of disagreed on, on, on something, and one was calling for the DQ. So the older guys, the Express, kept the titles, so Father still has the belt over the sun. <laughs> <laughs> so Ryan Cross and Dr. Jeff Luxon, I know I'm probably calling you old, but I'm in your age group too. So Right, uh, right, exactly. I understand. Why don't you give the kid a break? <laughs> I bet you that kid's grown up his entire time listening to his dad saying, if only more people would have put me over, and then he doesn't even let his son get over on him. That's what's crazy about it. Like his whole life, he probably listened to his dad go, you know, I would have had a great career. I probably would have been in WWE, but there were just those selfish guys that wouldn't put me over. And then he didn't put his own son over, for crying out loud. It's brutal. Yeah, it's kind of funny. But Ryan's a good dude, as, as we I'm know. I'm sure he he's on, a good dude. He was on the show before. He's I know. a friend of the show. Ryan's a good guy. We've talked to Ryan. Yep. But Ryan, put him over for crying out loud. He's your kid. The time will come. I let my kid kick my ass inside of a ring. It, it's paying your dues. Time will come. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, another item kind of related to that show, too. The uh, GLCW champion, Backwoods Brown, was supposed to defend the title against um, Marche Rocket, also another Chicago guy. Unfortunately, uh, Backwoods' mother passed recently, and he didn't make the show. Uh here at Windy City Slam, like to uh, convey our condolences to uh, Backwoods Brown and his family. You got to warn me with the death thing. <laughs> no, you do. You got to warn me with the. De- I got to know the death thing is coming. I'll have music. I'll play something. I'll make it somber. But like, I was just laughing about uh, Ryan Cross not putting his son over. Now you've depressed me. We got to have like a special death moment in the show. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll Mike. see what we do in the future on that. Yeah, something. So real quick, Golly Lucha Libre put on an online show this past weekend, and they're. Planning another one for Sunday, August the 2nd. I believe it's luchatv.com. They were on like 
various other platforms as well. I believe they did a Facebook Live. They, I think they were on YouTube, and I think they may have done Twitch too. So they're trying the, you know, the little kind of remote audience deal. I mean, on site there may have been a couple people filming, and you know, a couple like relatives to wrestlers sitting there. But other than that, that was it. I mean, it's an basically an empty arena with the with the guys doing flips and doing their moves and stuff like that. So interesting little thing that uh, Carlos uh, Gali and Gali Lucha Libre have been trying the last few weeks, and I think you'll see more. Um, I'm wondering how it's working that. though. You know, I mean, because yeah. that's the whole thing. Like for you to do it and you're doing it online, that's great. But this is a business. I wonder how that's working compared to what they could bring into if they were doing shows with people. You know, mm-hmm. in terms of like even with the social distancing rules, because it seems like they're trying to avoid any kind of people except for like families and stuff like that. So I wonder how it's working for them and what the end game is. Cause we all sit around and we all talk about like, well, this is the right thing to do. This is the, this is the respectful thing to do. This is the, this is the safe thing to do. But those that are relying on it as a business are also somewhere in the back of their minds are like, and we also fig- have to figure out how to, how to put food on the table. So I'd, I'd be interesting to find out how that's working and what the end game plan is for throwing something on a YouTube television it, do you really believe you're going to get enough subscribers and donations? Like, I'm just trying mm-hmm. to figure, I'm wondering what the plan is. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to watch how all this develops over the next couple of months. I guess we'll see how things go. But yeah, you don't have a live gate. So yeah, they right. have to have other sources of revenue coming in. Right. Warrior Wrestling has officially announced their next show with a little bit of a wrinkle. It's called Friday Night Lights, and it's scheduled for Marion Catholic High School Friday, August 7th. It'll be at Dave Matteo Field which is the football stadium outside of Marion Catholic High School where, where their team plays. So they're doing outdoors. Yeah, they're going to all go like outdoors. It. Yeah. Yeah, and basically uh, you get a ticket. There's going to be, you know, you could sit in the bleachers. Everybody be spaced apart. They're going to have markings for seats. They also have field seating where you bring your own chair, like a lawn chair or something like that, and they're going to have you spaced out on the on the ground too. So I think that's a new way to things are working. Like I went, I'm going to give a cheap plug here. Uh, Blue Island Beer Company out in Blue Island, right along the, right along uh, Western Avenue when you cross the bridge. There's Blue Island Beer Company and good friends of the entire podcast network. And I went there this past weekend, and they have outdoor seating, right? And they have a couple of indoor spots because they're allowed to do that, and they have them spread out. And they had the whole thing set up where you every six feet, you step on a dot until you get up there and you make your order of their craft beers. And they're doing carry out and everything else like that. But they also have this big, giant parking lot. And there were people pulling up, opening up the back of their SUV or their minivan or whatever like that and putting out their own lawn chairs. They would go in and get the beers or buy a growler and then sit out there in their own little group away from the place in the parking lot. I don't know how entirely I, I know that Blue Island isn't encouraging them to do that. But like they're like, there's space out here. We can go sit far away. That's a new thing now. Mm-hmm. It's like you can still be social with your little inner circle that you trust, and you could. But but then you separate yourself from everybody else. And I and when I was getting in my car, I was like, that's a brilliant idea. I'm doing that next time I come out here. Next time I come out here, why even sit in the seat? I'm just gonna go sit out here in the parking lot like a tailgate, yeah. and I'm and I'm gonna party out here. You know, it's a fun little way of doing it. I yeah. want the White Sox to do that when when they when they start baseball in a month. I think they should put big giant TV screens out in the parking lots and allow people to buy space. You can go out and tailgate four or five spaces apart from the next tailgate spot so you can cheer the games on even without the fans in the field. And on a home run, you still get to see the fireworks. I want I want people to start getting a little bit more ingenuitive on how I can watch and consume my sports, just like wrestling. Yeah. And I want to be able to do that. And I, and I want people to start thinking a little bit outside the box more. That's what I'm hoping for. And we just recently had that in in. 
downtown Chicago too at uh, Soldier Field. They have like uh, movies being shown in That's the right. Soldier Field parking lot. Walmart's line. doing that now. Kinda they're gonna have thing. Walmart Theater because Walmart doesn't have enough things that they do. <laughs> now they're now they're taking over the theater business. Well, they're not they're not as crazy as Amazon, though. But that's another story. They're all nuts. They're probably all owned by the lizard people that live under the ground, Mike. Let's be honest. They probably caused the virus, too. But anyway. <laughs> all right. Uh, back to Friday Night Lights. Um, so uh, Steve Tortorello, Eric Hamilton, great guys, um, awesome people to work with. Um, they're taking uh, great lengths for extreme caution. There's going to be, obviously, the social distancing we kind of explained. Masks are going to be required. Uh, even in the meet and greets, because they do, because they do these great VIP. They're going to do and meet and greets. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, they're going to be on the field outside though, and they're going right. to have a table space out there, uh, limiting the number of people. Right. They're going to have two waves of people, I believe, forty each, and they're going to be all spread out. You can't cross the table to take a picture. Right. So unfortunately, if you get a picture, which is, they do a really good deal with it, you're going to be wearing your mask the entire time. That kind of takes. You know who's going to love. It. You know who's going to love this. You know who's going to love the the spaced out meet and greets. The female wrestlers. The female wrestlers Not are going to love the fact yeah. that that uh, that sweaty men aren't trying to hug them for a picture. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna absolutely love this. Okay, they, they you know who enjoys this the most? The female wrestler in her tight outfit. That it that knows why you want to put your arm around her, and it's not because you're a big fan. Yeah, and there are there are, there are, there are some uh, pigs out there. There yes. are yeah. there are total pigs. I have a friend who works in Disney, okay, who who takes pictures with the characters, who will tell you horror stories of people who try to molest the character while they're taking the private picture. Like dad standing there with their kids, putting their arm around Princess Jasmine and trying to grab the left boob. Okay, Jeez. I mean, and, and it happens all and the these time. Are adults. And these are adults with their kids there. There are perverts everywhere. Oh Trust me, the female local wrestler loves the extended meet and greet. In fact, after COVID has been cured, they're still going to want the extended meet and greet. They're going to be like, I got to go back and touch people again. They're going to be like, no, no, I got away from this once. I'm never going back to it again, which is a, which is a shame because I wanted to do a meet and greet one time with Alexa Bliss. And now I'll never be able to put my creepy arm around her. I actually met her. She was very nice. I would be so creepy around her. I would try not to be creepy, and I would still come across as creepy. She's yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, one of my friends, unfortunately, you know, I don't want to say he's creepy, but he might have been a little, like, leaning in a little closer right, than right, I right. was. Yeah, you get a I little... I was actually trying to be the right. gentleman and yeah. kind of just put my yeah, arm around I, her and nothing I, else. I would try to be not creepy, yeah. and I would still be creepy. <laughs> my list of my list of female wrestlers that I would try not to be creepy with and would get creepy, Trish Stratus and Alexa Bliss are up at the top. There's no way I would avoid it. Brian Pillman Jr. has been advertised. Um, Brian Cage will be back. Sam Adonis, Jeff Cobb just announced for the show. The Rascals, Kylie Ray, Robert Ego Anthony with Frank the Clown, and Ray Lynn will also be there. Those are just some of the early names on that show. Now we flip to Zello Pro's return, which was originally supposed to be August 2nd, but now will be August the 15th, and that'll be at Joe's at Weed Street, and they'll be doing a very limited ticket... Um, Billy for that one as well. That one will be indoors. Yeah, because I don't remember Joe's being an outdoor venue yeah. in any way. Because they're at a big Illini bar, and I went to you. I went downstate after that one year we spent at UIC together, and that's a big Illini bar. Yeah, Joe's it, on it Wheat is. Street. I've been in there before. I don't remember that having a lot of outdoor seating. No, no. It, it's a tight little arena that they have. I, I, I covered a show there last year with Zello Pro, and yeah, they're going to limit it to I believe to forty or fifty tickets. At like fifty dollars a pop, everybody's going to be spread out. Um, so they're going to try to come back and just try to be safe. 
And 50 all, bucks a pop? Yes. You know, this is the amazing thing about this. They're trying to make up for the Well, that's what you do. And, and yeah. I was talking about this. Like, I'm, I'm, I keep going on tangents today, Mike, but I haven't seen you in person now for a couple of weeks. And I just yeah. love this. Is, we're just sitting at the bar having a conversation. Absolutely. Okay. But this is what I've been saying. This is how this is all going to go down. If you want to go see a sporting event, the price is going way up. Because think about what, like, they have, even though they won't have fans in the stadium at Wrigley Field here in Chicago. The rooftops will be open. Yeah. Which will be surreal because the Cubs are going to be sitting there going to themselves like, oh man, I can't put anybody in the stand. But the, the now they own a lot of the rooftops, but not all of them. There's going to be private business owners and those tickets are going to go for 400 bucks a pop. Yes. Easy. Yes. Four or $500 to sit on a rooftop just to watch a regular game on a Tuesday. And people are going to pay for it. Like, trust me, the Sox play the Cubs this year. I'm like, do I really? I'm thinking about popping for a game. Just me. I'm not bringing anybody because I don't have that kind of dough. And I'm going to have to find a way to steal out of the account without my wife finding it. But I want to see live sports. <laughs> I want to see live sports. So I yeah. get it. 50 bucks to go see a wrestling match. Because they know the people showing up are those that really want it back. So you're going to charge the premium because it's supply and demand. And I bet you they get it. Well, that and obviously, you know, you can't fill the building. You got to make up the revenue somehow. Right. You got to so, pay all the workers and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Those guys, guys want to be paid. I mean, they, they probably didn't work for the most part the last few weeks. Oh, so, yeah. And yeah. you got to pay the staff, too. Yeah. I mean, think about it. The, the, the referees. The Joe's on Weed Street staff that's yeah. walk around serving the drinks. They're not getting the same crowd they used to get. Yeah. Yeah. You could, you could imagine that that's something that they're, you have to build that down to the price of poker. And then, real quick, before we go to AEW Dark. Uh, Saturday night, Premier Pro Wrestling will have another one of their TV tapings up in Woodstock. They do it every week. Very small venue. Um, and then that's that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can tell which guy was the radio guy, which guy was the print guy at, the, at this bar. Like you, you can tell. It's like when Mully and Hanley got together on, on sports radio at the beginning, and Mike Mulligan just didn't know his way around a microphone. Like, that's what this is. It's like, it's like yeah, yeah, and that, that's it. I'm are you, done. Are, are you saying I don't know my way around a microphone? <laughs> Are you or someone you know looking to learn how to play a musical instrument this year? Then you should be checking out Westgate Music School, 6527 West 127th Street in Palos Heights. Private music lessons for all instruments, including guitar, piano, drums, voice, bass guitar, violin, banjo, ukulele, and more. Are you a vocalist? Are you ready to play a musical instrument and looking to join a group? Westgate Music School offers group classes for rock band, acapella vocal, and barbershop quartet. Students of all ages and ability levels will have the opportunity to perform three times a year in a student concert. Gift certificates for Westgate are also available. More information, call 708-586-7002 or go to westgatemusicschool.com. Uh, AEW Local Dark Update. Uh, Warrior Wrestling Champion Brian Pillman Jr. will be back on this week and he's facing the only other guy to ever hold the Warrior Wrestling Championship and Brian Cage. Interesting. So that'll be interesting. The and, Battle of the Bryans. And it could be a preview of a match at Warrior Wrestling, too. He says Brian Cage never, quote, lost the title. He had to vacate it because of his injury. So we'll see if this is, is maybe... Cage, Cage is doing more than just Warrior right now, right? I mean, I, the, Yeah, I, Cage is in AEW He's in AEW, well. AEW he's right? challenging yeah. Moxley this week. Yeah, I was just going to... I was like, if I lost my mind, these two, he's already in the middle of something else. Yeah. But he's going to come back here and he's going to... And this goes back to yeah, what we said. Yeah, he's committed. This is what we said, like, last week or two weeks ago. That I think AEW, it would do best for them to like always pump up these guys in the other littler promotions, the smaller promotions. I don't think that they're a threat to AEW, and it makes it look cooler. Because you want that smaller promotion and then sit there and say AEW's. 
Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, like that guy showing up from AEW. You know, like you want that that back and forth is the only way you compete with the the machine that is WWE. Yeah, like Chicago Star Wrestling, as we mentioned a number of weeks ago before the pandemic began. They had Luchasaurus. They were like on the poster, AEW's Luchasaurus. Right. So yeah. that's the perfect example. Go with that. And then real quick, uh Robert Eagle Anthony will be back on the show as well. He faces new signee Ricky Starks on Dark. So Tuesday night on YouTube, the AEW YouTube channel, catch it. So they like Robert Ego Anthony now so much, they're letting him go with a new person Yep. instead of one of their established guys who are trying him out. Because that's what we've always said. When you get a guy who comes from outside and he's playing, he, you know, he's he's wrestling Cody, and, you know, and he's getting the bigger names, that's because they're trying to see what kind of a worker he is. Now they've got him working with somebody who's brand new. That shows that they like him. Yeah. I think that shows that absolutely not only do they like him, but he. I think he'll be on the main show. I, I don't even think that's a strong prediction. It's not even out of left field. That's a main character in AEW that's going to rise over the next six months to a year. Yeah, we'll see what that happens with that. He does have a real job. His shoot job is being a teacher, so he may be going back to that in a few weeks. But this is kind of like his summer vacation, helping out AEW. And obviously, this will open doors. If How he, old is he? Um, He's probably an approximate a age. few years younger than I am. So, so he's an older guy. Probably catching around 40 or so. Oh, yeah. It's hard to start a wrestling career yeah. at 40 when you're a teacher. Yeah, Diamond you know? Dallas Page was a late bloomer, too, right. but not 40. He but, I mean, you, like have to, I mean you, you have to think that he's sitting around right now thinking to himself, like, I'm getting a shot on a major promotion that's got a television deal. Like, this is what I love to do. Do I want to take a sabbatical from teaching for a year? Do I want to sit in a classroom with a bunch of little COVID spreaders, or do I want to go wrestle? Like, that's... I'd be like wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like That's we're talking about pretty easy. Answer. We're talking my, we're talking about putting my kids back in school. I'm not, I'm less worried about my own kids because they're kids and, and how this disease affects them. But I'm really worried they're going to kill their teacher. Yep. Like, I mean, that's the thing. Like, those are the people that are most worried inside of the school. It ain't the kids. It's the teacher. Meanwhile, you got a bunch of little monkey monkeys from outbreak running around. A bunch of little disease spreaders running around. My kid, my kids like that little monkey from outbreak cute, but it'll lick a doorknob and give you a disease in a heartbeat. Okay, you got a bunch of him running around your classroom. If I were Robert Ego Anthony, I'd be like, I'm going to go uh, take uh, a lot of bumps in AEW for until there's a cure. That's what I'm going to do. That might actually be safer. Right. And if he gets an opt-out, like imagine if they give the teachers an opt-out, like how they've done in other jobs. Like, you know, if you feel like, you know, you can't do it or you are you feel uncomfortable, you can opt-out and still get your job in a year or something like that. Mm-hmm. Imagine him. He'd be like, yes, and I'm going to AEW. That's, that's what he's praying for right now. That would right be now. kind of a dream scenario if yeah, that happened. Yeah. yeah, that's what he's praying for. I guarantee it. All right, so uh, we got to speed it up a little bit since we the local talk really kind of I like local. So yeah, far. but I like it when local talk dominates yeah. the show, so I'm fine with that. Who cares about the rest of it? <laughs> I don't care. This week we have two huge pay-per-views. Uh, Saturday night we have Impact Wrestling's Slammiversary, and Sunday we have WWE's The Horror Show and Extreme Rules. Yeah, give me a little bit on The Horror Show. Yeah. I, I, explain this to me. We'll, we'll, jump, we'll jump into The Horror Show in just a couple You want to get the Impact. Yeah, I want to talk Impact Because you're first, a wrestling nerd, and, and you're like, ah, Chris doesn't, Chris doesn't consider Impact to be at the same level as WWE we and build, we So kept, I've got to build up Impact here on my show. I, I get it. Build the crescendo to get to no, WWE. That's fine. That's fine. So, All right. Go, go through yeah, your Impact real wrestling. Real quick on Impact, um, I'll, I'll kind of do the Cliff's Notes version instead of all the notes that I have. Uh, the main event is a four-way match for the vacant Impact Wrestling Championship, and that was the title vacated by Tessa Blanchard. That's your girl. Your girl let go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, she does it hurt you? Does it bother you well, that they're a, giving away your belt? I think it's okay. She'll find something else in the next few weeks, I'm sure. Yeah, but will you be wearing your Tessa shirt? <laughs> I'm sure you have a Tessa shirt, right? Actually, I do not yet. You don't have a Tessa Believe shirt? or not. You're no. telling me you haven't taken one of your pictures with your creepy arm around Tessa Blanchard. 
and not and not put it on a t-shirt for you to walk around in ever. Oh, I imagine you have like a whole wardrobe of these like hanging up in your closet. I don't no? actually. No. Okay, well, <laughs> now I know what to get you for your birthday. Okay. <laughs> I'll get the picture off of one of your Facebook or Instagram posts okay. and I'll put it on a t-shirt for you. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't wear that out in public. That would be too crazy. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Ace Austin. Trey Miguel from the Rascals and Eddie Edwards are the three announced competitors for the match. And there's always the mystery opponent. Tessa comes back. Tessa comes back. (laughs) (laughs) However, signs are pointing. It could be EC3, who was a former champion in Impact Wrestling, coming back. He's been doing all kinds of vignette videos on his Twitter and Instagram Hyping some sort of comeback and whatever. WWE really did not give him a shot. It was unfortunate because he's got a great character. Just think MJF, but only maybe a little bit different. That's how EC3 was. MJF, I think, kind of stole from him. Sorry, MJF. You did kind of borrow it. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, yeah, I, I think it might be EC3. So that'll be interesting to see. And a couple of other things, too, before I move on. Chicago's Kylie Ray is in the big number one contenders gauntlet match for the women knockouts championship. So, little note on that. And a couple of other surprises may happen. Impact has been hyping up possible surprises and people showing up among from some of the WWE cuts from a few months ago as those cannot compete clauses end. Zack Ryder has dropped some hints about doing something for yeah, this show. Yeah, I want Zack to do well. And then Heath Slater was also rumored to be signing with him. Well, Heath Slater's uh, rumored to be everywhere. Yeah. I, wherever Heath goes, I'm. you might get me to finally start watching more Impact Wrestling if Heath Slater goes mm-hmm. over there. But I want him to bring the I Got Kids thing. <laughs> and I'm sure the WWE was too stupid to trademark that. You never they, know. They didn't, even, they didn't even believe in it when he was doing it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's get on to WWE and their yeah. stupidity. Okay, the, so The horror show. Yeah, bra- break roles. this down for me. What is the point of the horror show? Is this just an angle because you're not going to have people in the stands, so they're, they're setting yeah. this up? Yeah. Okay, so break this down for me like I'm an idiot who's been at a lake house and hasn't been paying attention. The main hyped match that I want to talk about Seth Rollins, right. Rey Mysterio. They've been yes. building this feud up for several weeks now. Yes. It's an eye for an eye match. Yeah, doesn't somebody have to remove somebody else's eye? Yeah, basically, get this. <laughs> this is the description. Like, on- this is what I... <laughs> <laughs> this is great. I can just see Vince. This is good. This is good shit. Okay, here's what we're going to... Uh, we're going to have you try to take his eye, and he'll try to take your eye, and then we'll get one of those things where it looks like an eye, and then you can run to the back, and, it, like, Seth can hold up Ray's eye. Like, it'll be a great finish. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, WWE.com says a winner can only be determined by extracting the opponent's eye. Like, How whoa. does that happen? Yeah, but this can't really happen, this right? can't be a real thing. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie See No Evil with right. Kane from right. about 15, 16 years ago. Right. Uh, where he, like, takes people's eyes out. Do we see Jacob Goodnight, the Kane character from that movie, show up here? You never know. I think that would be quite and, a stretch. And actually, Seth, only you would get the reference. And actually, Seth and Kane have a connection back to the mini, uh, the not the, not the ministry, God, right, right, right. Um, the corporation with uh, Stephanie and Triple H. I already know how this is going to end. I already know how this is going to end. You can't have one of these wrestlers actually lose an eye. No, no. But what's going to happen here is that poor Dominic is going to lose an eye. Oh boy. Okay. Rey yeah. Mysterio's son is going to suffer a massive eye injury. And they might even go with the fake eye that Seth Rollins holds up 
because you you don't need to have that guy come back on the air. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You could just like the sun just he plays a role. He could disappear for a he while. He could disappear yeah. for a while and then just come back with two eyes when this is all over. Oh yeah, by that, the way, like, that I'm would fine. make sense. That that would make sense. <laughs> right? Crazy. That would make sense. But I I otherwise it gets broken up by somebody, right? <laughs> otherwise somebody breaks it up just before somebody loses an eye. And if it's going to get broken up, it's not going to be somebody saving Seth. It's probably somebody saving Ray, right? Yeah, maybe Alistair Black or somebody. Yeah, unless there's somebody who's going to be a swerve who's going to join Seth Rollins. Yeah. Are there are there candidates? Maybe Dominic. Well, Dabby. That's been kind of the the way the story's been hinting a little bit. Well, he's done it before. He picked didn't he pick uh, Eddie Eddie uh, Guerrero over his father? Even or like that wasn't that a whole storyline? Yeah, that was a storyline back in the day. Dominic was a kid. Eddie said he was do, uh, Dominic's, Dominic's father. father. Right, right. And they had a ladder match for the custody rights. Right, right. right. There was a whole gimmick before Eddie died. Kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, one more match that we want to touch upon real quick. Goofy special effects galore here. Braun Strowman defending the Universal Championship against Bray Wyatt. Now, he's playing his Kate Fear character kind of again for this. Really? And this is going to be the Wyatt Swamp match. So are we going to see alligators? Are we going to see like muck and all kinds of Well, they're of definitely craziness? going back. They're going to go definitely back to the well on what they did with Undertaker and, um, AJ, and Styles. AJ Styles. Yeah. We're going to get something very similar because it did so well. And they're going to try to do something very similar to that. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that that's what happens. And you might see, because you could do camera cuts. You could throw somebody into the pit with the alligator and then just have the alligators like thrashing around and you, you know because you could do camera cuts and stuff like that that's going to be a theatrical release is yes. what that's going to be yeah. yeah do we see like a surprise brief return by eric Rowan, who used to be part of the white right. family or the undertaker rises out of the water <laughs> and drags braun Strowman in so the, that so the whole braun, retirement thing is alive <laughs> he just pulls him in that'd be so weird so the documentary would be a big five-part lie then a big five-part lie it's the return of the undertaker <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, before we go, I want to talk a little bit about NXT and AEW. So for the third straight week, NXT actually garnered more viewers than AEW. They won the more viewers part of the ratings battle. But AEW president Tony Khan, very quick to say, we still won the demo. That key 18 to 49-year-old demo. So who's demo. watching NXT then? Is it a child or is it somebody that's 50 or over that's, that's watching it? I think it's spread out more between the population. Like the 12 to 19 rate ratio, and then maybe I think you get some 50 plus too who are, you know, devoted WWE people regardless of the brand. Well, you know what I, I wonder? You know what I wonder is this. I was a Nielsen house. I'm never supposed to tell people this, but I was a Nielsen house. I was a Nielsen house for six months. It was it was interesting. They send the kids stuff for like filling out their little, their, like using it. And, and the whole idea is that, you have a box, and all you have to do is hit a button that tells how many people are sitting there. So is user one there and user three there, and then it already has my data in when I'm using my TV, and that's how Nielsen grabs all their ratings. So the thing is, they tell you like if you know somebody or blah blah blah, don't you know don't 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 fake the ratings, right? But there were some times where I was just like, I want this show to do well. I would purposely put on the TV and enter that all all six people in the house were watching it. Like anybody I could put on the thing. I was like, yeah, everybody's watching this. Everybody's watching because I didn't want the show to get canceled. Yeah. I would completely cheat Nielsen. So you wonder if like there's some guy who's just like, all you need is one or two really big NXT fans and they're punching their parents in there. Yeah. And they're saying, oh yeah, they're watching it with me too. 
you know, and it bumps the numbers because it's just a small sample size. So yeah, Tony Khan's probably like, yeah, well, we're just going to have to, we're going to have to wade through this until the, the Nielsen boxes get redistributed. Yeah. I don't know if it's possible, but I know what I used to do when I was a Nielsen house. Yeah. I know what I used to do. So maybe there's somebody in the 1849 range or, or some people in that range right. for AEW. For AEW. Pumping them up That are too. pumping them you up as well. Right. You don't know. Exactly. So, but I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, if there was something I really cared about, like a show I was worried was going to get canceled or I was like, I felt invested in something, I would purposely punch in the whole house was there even if it was just me. Mm-hmm. I'm a Nielsen cheater. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure there's many more like me. Those two shows were very good last week. The main events were great. I, the big news was Keith Lee becoming the dual champion by beating Adam Cole. So I was wrong in saying it was going to be a schmoz. Yeah. Clean finish. Keith Lee is now both the NXT and the North American champion. Beats Adam Cole. Does that mean Adam Cole's uh, changing rosters? It could. It could. I, I think for now he's still staying with NXT, although that could just be a smokescreen from Triple H because I believe he came out and said that Adam Cole's staying with us for a while. And though it looks like they're teasing Karrion Cross at when at, um, Keith Lee's holding up the belts at the end of the show, uh, Killer Cross and Scarlet Bordeaux are in the uh, little crow's nest watching over him. Right. Well, that's so, a tease. Then you yeah. know what's coming next. Yeah, that, is, that is what's coming next. It's, it, that's also going to be awesome, too. But great match. Countered on AEW by Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy. And you could say what you want about Orange Cassidy. And yeah, some of the gimmick is really stupid. But they put on a really good match. Great story. Kind of built to a nice crescendo. Jericho wins with the Judas Effect back elbow. Solid match. We're, we're at the end, Mike. So what I'm going to do is I'm going I know it's a boo. I'm going to get a boo here. And uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're at the end. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you 90 seconds to give me your most. Because you come in here with a book that you write every uh-huh. week. And we could do a five-hour show with what you want to talk about. So 90 seconds, you have until the music ends. What's left? All right. uh, One other little thing that I was telling you before the show, maybe I want to mention. AEW Dark, um, they have this wrestler named Michael Nakazawa, and he's been featured here and there on the Being the Elite YouTube series. He's a friend of Kenny Omega's, and his gimmick is, I don't know what his gimmick is, but he comes out with body oil, like uh, baby oil in his tights. He brings it out and puts it all over his body. (laughs) kind of wipes it on himself and then here's the worst part right has like a little pair of thong underwear on underneath the little tights pulls those out somehow without taking on his tights and puts it on his hand and sticks his hand with thong underwear to sweaty stuff and sticks it into his opponent's face and this is supposed to be entertainment i don't know what the hell this is that is such a vince mid-90s gag yeah I isn't mean, that you say Orange Cassidy's bad? Orange Cassidy's like fifty times better than this. <laughs> I mean, this is horrible. Michael Nakazawa could be on some. Val Venus just blushed. Yeah. That's what happened right there. I think he needs to go away. Rikishi was like, I I just put my ass in people's faces. I didn't put my ball sweat on. Him. I was rooting for the guy he was wrestling against, <laughs> even though he's the guy that came in to put him over. Captain Sean Dean should have won that match. <laughs> He has Chicago ties, too. I was definitely pulling for Captain Sean Dean in that one, unfortunately. All right, bud. That's Windy City Slam. Thank you very much for listening, folks. Remember, we're on demand. You can listen anytime, anywhere podcasts can be found, and always at WindyCitySlam.com. And we're live each and every Monday at noon. We will be back next week. Thank you very much for listening, my friend. Happy to have you here at the bar again. Let's do it more often. All right. Good deal. We'll see you next week on Windy City Slam. See you.